0: Unlimited Influence Podcast, episode 47. Are you a coach or consultant who wants everyone to know who you are? Head over to theaccelerantgroup.com and grab your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Get ready to accelerate your business results. Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Justin Crane. Justin is a money strategist for business owners and his mission is to help them understand the money side of their business. He teaches entrepreneurs how to be strategic with their business money so they can grow their business. He's not just about cutting back and living a frugal life. He's about getting the shoes, doing the sushi and living the best life today while saving for the future. He's been featured in CBS, Fox Business News and MSNBC. Welcome to the show, Justin.
1: Thank you, Sam. It's great to be here. I love hearing someone talk about me in your accent, it instantly (laughs) elevates me to some big, like accomplished guy where like, if you put that in just like a normal accent, like I'd be like a nothing. But because you said it, it elevates me into some crazy like guru. Which I probably am not, but
0: <laughs> well, hang on a I minute. You have been helping Tony Robbins and his students. So let's yes. put, you are you are guru status anyway. Stop! Stop it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today because I love your message about. You know, you can do those things and not put your head in the sand because the numbers in the business are so important. It's, it's a great mix of we need to do this, but you can also have this. But before we get into that, that was a, a little tiny intro in an Australian accent for someone that is in the US. <laughs> but yes. I'd love you to pull back the curtain and give us a little sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick.
1: Yeah, well, so I am one of those people who for the first half of my life, was not really aware of what I wanted, was just playing like mediocre and was afraid to be judged and criticized and all of that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, I got divorced and I just really, really had to come to terms with this new life that I was going to have because I wasn't expecting this. And it was very, very hard. And I just eventually came to terms with the fact that like, I'm going to have to hit the financial reset button. I'm going to have to get myself out of this mess. So I'm going to will myself to do it. And it's like, I'm taking names. I'm going to the moon. Who's coming with me? I'm going to figure it out. Like one of those deals. And I haven't looked back. I've made, you know, some mistakes and whatnot, but I'm about what's possible for people, especially with their, with their businesses and how they deal with their money as an entrepreneur.
0: Mm, I love that. And for anyone that's listening that, has been through a divorce or maybe even a long-standing relationship, I think they'll get a lot out of listening to you today because it's not spoken about a lot or I haven't heard it spoken about a lot. Just exactly the impact that a divorce has on your life financially to your self-confidence, it just completely, it almost just freezes you. And and I think that it's really important for this message that, you know, it, you can come out the other side. In actual fact, you can almost use it as a blank sheet to start again and do something even better.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: All right, so your business is all about the business money, but I'd love for you to share more. Who do you serve? How do you help these people?
1: Sure, yeah. So I have two businesses. One is I'm a CFP, Certified Financial Planner, I managed close to 100 million dollars for people and I started working with business owners maybe like 10 15 years ago and I was like wait a second these business owners they really have control over their future cuz like they don't have to work for the man and they can decide you know how much of a work life balance they want to have how much money they want to make and there's nothing that can stop them so I was like cool I want to work with them like I'm going to eventually cuz I was at this big firm at the time and I'm like I got to do one of these deals I got to leave and start my own firm. So I did. I pulled a Jerry Maguire, like flat out, like I'm, I'm out. Like who's coming with me? And right. One of those, you had me. hello. in well. <laughs> I took the goldfish and the whole tea in China. Excellent. So, and then I was like, all right, um, let's, let's, you know, I'd ask questions to business owners. Like, all right, check this out. If you want to save 50,000 bucks for your retirement, how much money does your business have to make for you to do that? They're like, what? They're like, they had no idea. And then I'd be like, have you talked to your bookkeeper or accountant? Then I get like the poker face of death. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, mm. So then I was like, all right, we're going to have a glass of wine. We're going to figure this money stuff out. And we're going to get to the bottom of how much money you're making in your business, where your money's going, if you're wasting it and all that kind of stuff. And then from there. I've actually invented a special day. It's official. It's in all of the calendars across the entire world and other galaxies. You want to know what that day is, Sam?
0: Absolutely. Especially if it's in other galaxies. It's actually today. Yeah, it's actually today.
1: If you're listening, you've actually tuned in. It's the, the best day. It's Be- the day. Because today is national. Today is national. Get your head out of the sand day.
0: <laughs> Love it. Hello,
1: people. You need to get your head out of the sand and deal with your money and your numbers. We're going to go into how you're going to do that, but it doesn't just have to be you. I want you to start out and do 25 minutes of yoga, do 10 minutes of abs, have a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, get yourself in that right mindset because you are the only one that can get yourself to where you want to go. No one else.
0: Mm, Absolutely. And I'm so glad that I've managed to capture you on the day, on the national day of Get Your Head Out. Yeah, I know. It's It's just amazing. Yes. What I'd love to delve into before we move forward is you you said that you started to sit down with people and ask them questions and have a glass of wine. No, you've got a really good story about discovering who your avatar was. And I remember the first time we spoke, I had never heard someone speak with so much clarity around their avatar in my life. It absolutely shocked me. And I'm normally all over this, but you just took it totally next level. So can you share the story of how you actually found out everything that you know about your avatar? Because it's a great story.
1: So first of all, what I noticed is I started to attract women business owners without the intention of trying to. And what I found was that when I had to hit the reset button and, and I got divorced and I was doing like my whole life, I was doing what I thought I should do and I wasn't taking care of myself to the extent that I wanted to. And what I found through working with a lot of women business owners is that they're serving a lot of other people and taking care of everyone else but themselves. And that carries out into how they are they price their offerings, whether they want to raise their rates, if they feel like they want to have their own money that they could make and not have to depend on anyone else. And from there, I just really listened to the pain points of my avatars. And I have just nailed it down major on what keeps them up at night for everything from the copy to the pains. I mean, I've had some of these as well. And I've been able to leverage that and really make people feel like I'm speaking exactly to them.
0: Mm. And you do. Because you, you, you had me at hello. If we were following on with yeah. Jerry Maguire, we were talking exactly, it's yeah. like, wow, you really, really know, know your, um, your avatar. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'd love you to do is take us back to that Jerry Maguire moment where you left your job. It sounds like it was quite an instant thing. What take us to the thought process of you getting up and leaving that job? You know, how were you brave enough to put yourself out there? And what did you have to do? Oh work
1: my through? God. So this was not an instant thing. This was like a year or two of planning. I was freaking out. It was like, first of all, uh, leading up to actually the day, I was like, can I do it? Can I run a business on my own? Am I going to be good enough? Will my clients come with me? Can I make it work? You know, because I turned down, I don't know if I told you this, Sam, but I turned down a million dollars cash to go to another firm. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't want to work for the man and these big firms, they... They're more restrictive and like, I really wanted to give my clients a return on their life, not just a return on their money. And the industry wasn't where it was back then, kind of where it is going now, which is a little bit more of a holistic approach to financial planning. But to answer your question, I was freaking out. But I did major planning and I was like, all right, there's three kind of clients. One will go with me, so that's a yes. One's a maybe and then one's a no. And then I just added up all the yeses. I took the revenue of that. I projected what my expenses were going to be, and I'm like, all right, I'm jumping. Like, You don't just take one step. Like, you're going in the deep end when you do that. And I was freaking – I was like shaking. It was February 8th, 2008. And it's so funny. I, I, I get these LinkedIn congratulations on your anniversary emails from people.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. It's almost going to be 10 years. Wow. And I'm only 25.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. It's incredible, incredible. (laughs) So you turned down $1 million um, to go with a new firm and you chose this. How did you know to make that decision?
1: It felt right. Mm. And there was a time in my life where I started to become more aware that, okay, this is like, okay, I am like Mr. I was the guy who who had his head in the sand for like decades. And one day I heard this guy speak. His name is Jim Stovall. He's an Olympic U.S. weightlifter who actually went blind and now is a motivational speaker. And you know, Sam, when they are like – when the, they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm-hmm. And what I when I heard him speak about his story about being blind and having the power to choose the kind of life that he wanted to live for the rest of his life based on going blind and how he had the power to choose – what he wanted to do, that message just spoke to me because so many times in life, we feel like we, we don't, we feel like, um, restricted. We feel like we don't have the strength. We feel just too overwhelmed. And really it's just us needing to get out of our own way Mm. and just go in with this sense of belief that we do have the power and freedom to choose what we want. Mm. That got me into prosperity thinking, and I started getting mentored by financial psychologists. And it's really about how you think if if you can really create and manifest the, the kind of financial life that you want. Mm-hmm. And what I found is that there are so many money, woo-woo coaches out there who go into that area. And I, I knew that I wanted to cover that, but I also knew that I didn't want to be some guy who was going to tell people, to sail off in white unicorns with champagne caviar <laughs> and you know strawberries and bananas, and like think that the money would magically fall from the sky and that, that everyone will be just taken care of, and there's going to be pixie dust everywhere, yeah because I, I, I just don't I think it's not going to be like that. like we got to get our you know what together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is national head out of the sand day, and we got to merge our mindset with strategies and tactics so that we can go to the moon.
0: I love that. All right. So if there's someone listening right now, Justin, who has their head in the sand, let's just, you know, pretend that someone's out there with their head in the sand. What are some great tips that they could use right now or some strategies that they could use today to, to move forward? And then what do they need to do moving forward from there?
1: Okay. It's like, we're in the coffee shop, right, Sam? We're We're having a cup of coffee together. We're
0: having a cup of coffee. We're just having a chat. here's the
1: deal. I've, I've tried to give people the strategies, mm-hmm. but unless they're really fundamentally at the core, willing to make a change, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. I need to hit them super deep. Mm-hmm. So here's what here are the kind of questions that I would ask someone to get them to really, really think about it. Mm-hmm. If you went to the doctor and you had five to 10 years to live, and you didn't know when you would die, what would you do? How would you live your life? Think about that. What would you do? And part of that is going to require some money and planning. And you can't do that when your head's in the sand. Mm -hmm. So until someone can go through their own self-exploration and really get to the core of, all right, this time around, I'm taking charge. Because what we don't want to have happen is do what I did. I made the mistake of staying at a big firm for six years and doing nothing, of staying in a marriage that didn't serve me. Because if the person that's listening doesn't do anything, a year is going to go by and I'm going to ask you this question. If you go to the doctor and he says you have one day to live, who did you not get to be and what did you not get to do? And all of that, I mean, like you're you gotta you gotta really make the decision that you're going to take control, you're going to take charge. And you're going to take ownership and responsibility and personal responsibility about making it better for you. Mm -hmm. So if I can get someone to buy into that, and if someone's hair is standing up on their arms or back or like whatever, and by the way, I have no hair gel in right now and my hair is standing up. (laughs) Just want everyone to know that. Then I can give you the strategies and tactics. Then we can talk about that all day long. But people we got to get this thing going. The train is leaving the station. Let's, the show is on the road. Let's go.
0: Mm. It can be a very fearful time to pull your head out of the sand. Because let's face it, we don't put it, we don't put our heads in the sand because it feels comfortable down there. We actually put our heads in the sand because we're afraid. Yes. So asking those questions actually takes the fear out of it because it, it just changes the whole perspective. Like, what are we really afraid of? Instead of being afraid of, What could happen when we do look at our numbers, it then flips it and turns into, well, we're actually now more afraid that we're playing smaller than we're capable of, of not serving and doing what we're actually here to do and not creating abundance in our lives. Because really, when we're creating wealth, not only is it, is it a much nicer and easier life for us, but you know our partners, our friends, and we can go out and we can um, into the world and contribute and help others.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that think of it like this. You're in the branding space. Mm-hmm. I was hiding for about five years with my brand. I didn't want to stand out there. I didn't want to have a clear message. It's the same thing. like people are hiding with who they really want to be and what they really want to do. And I went through a rebrand and it was like, I actually, how about that? Get your head out of the sand to do a rebrand. Oh. <laughs> Re-bra-
0: you're a, you're head, a genius, yeah. Justin. <laughs> rebrand
1: your head out of the, well, I'll get something. Head out of the sand for a rebrand.
0: <laughs> get
1: out of the sand for a rebrand, man. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. So,
0: it's very true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I think that, that that is all about vulnerability. Whether we're talking about numbers or whether we're talking about our brand or whatever it is, it's about being ashamed or embarrassed about not understanding what's going on. But it's yes. what needs to happen is we, we need to be vulnerable. And it doesn't matter in what space we're talking here. It's about being vulnerable so that we're actually being courageous enough to step forward and take action and do something about it and taking back the control. Because while our head's in the sand, is no one's in control.
1: Yeah, and you know what happens to a lot of people, and uh, I've seen this because it happens to my avatar, is that she takes her head out of the sand. She goes to meet with someone, a bookkeeper, a financial advisor, or an accountant, and they make her feel really dumb, mm-hmm. like you don't know this, you're not doing this, you know. And then what happens? You know, you're wrong, and blah blah blah. Then we want to creep back in under the shell. And we're like, oh, I tried it. It didn't work. Mm -hmm. But I think the professional service provider world, especially money people, need to be way, and and hopefully I'm like this, way more disarming, not judging, creating a safe place. Anything that someone does is a step in the right direction. Mm. We have to meet people where they're at, not where we want them to be. Yeah. Money can be intense. Money can be intense. And I don't think it has to be intense all the time.
0: No. I think that's a really, really – valuable point that you've touched on there because i know that this is something that you and i have talked about before and it's it's not having an understanding i'm not an accountant i didn't go to university for 4 years to learn how to be an accountant so when i go to my professional service advisor my professional advisor i want them to help me not exactly like you say point the finger and go well why didn't you know that well i don't know that because i didn't go to university for 4 years so, it's yes. about finding the right people to work with. And if anyone wants a really good bookkeeper that is very nurturing, let me know because I've found one.
1: <laughs> right on.
0: Yeah. And it, it's about someone that isn't, I guess, she uh, she likes for me to ask questions rather than yes. hide things, which is exactly what you're talking about. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. So, Let's change lanes now and and talk about you and your personal brand. You did touch on that and you you had had a rebrand. So I'm assuming that you understood it was important for you. I'd love you to tell us how you went from realizing, oh, my goodness, I actually need one and then sort of moving forward in that.
1: I think um, one of the most important things that – so first of all, I don't know anything about branding. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest mistake is that like, it's kind of like, it's the same thing with the head in the sand. Like if you don't get on the scale, you don't know how much you weigh and you can't see if you've gained or lost weight. Like I had to educate myself a little bit about branding and I saw that it really, really is important. And I made an investment in, in it for, for last year and the branding has been consistent, especially with women business owners, the brand and the experience and the feel that they get from everything from when they, when they come onto my list or have a call with me or go to one of my events is really, really important. And what I'm learning, Sam, is that I'm always refining it and making it better. It's not like you do a rebrand and you're done and then you redo it in 10 years. Like we're always making it better. Mm. Always.
0: Well it's like, you know, at the end of the year we do our tax and we look at our numbers and we set the new figures for the next year. Your brand's exactly the same. You're not the same person that you were 12 months ago. Or so our brand's not just about our look, which unfortunately, I mean, I know that you're just 25 there. Uh, but <laughs> for yes, the rest of us, you know, right. our looks do change. But it's not just about the visuals, it's about our experiences and our stories and our message. That all changes as we as we go through the years as as we learn more, as we work with different people, as we grow. Sure. So it's been important for you to to do your rebrand. I'd love you just to, to let us know what are the, I guess, the three parts of building your brand which have had the greatest impact on getting your brand out there.
1: Yeah, so I think that, and this has been a lot of reading and studying on my end to really understand branding and just it's really about i got to get my head in this woman who's in her 40s and or 50s and stressed out about money and doesn't know where to go, and she lands on my website. And I'm I'm thinking that she might be a little bit overwhelmed, maybe a little bit stressed out about money because the questions that they ask are like, Justin, where did all of the money go? How is it that I'm working so hard and I don't have anything to show for it in my bank account? So if someone's visiting that page and my brand my brand needs to be like milk chocolate. It mm-hmm. needs to be like, because I'm easy, <laughs> easy like Sunday morning, right? Yeah, totally. Like, it's got to be clean, really crisp, simple, not busy with a few calls to action and really clear. Because mm. otherwise people are going to bail. They're going to not want to deal with my stuff. Mm. So it's very, very simple, white background with boxes, easy calls to action, not 72 things that they need to do on my site, like some people do. Mm -hmm. And I'm making it very, very simple for them to just consume one thing Mm -hmm. and then move on to the next thing. Mm.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is that you need to know exactly who your avatar is, their pain points, exactly what they're thinking, feeling, doing what's happening in their life at that time so that you can almost disarm them. Because if you, had a, you know that your, your avatar is extremely stressed out about money, if there was a whole heap of stuff there, that, that would be overwhelming. She's more likely to just walk away from it. She's already got a head in the sand. Like it's, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. So, it's about mm-hmm. reverse engineering what needs to happen for your avatar. Yeah. A- and what else I can say from seeing your site is also it's very strong. So, a- as your avatar goes onto your site, they want strength. They want to know that you've got this. We're okay with Justin. Mm -hmm. He's got this.
1: Yeah. You know what? That's true because one thing like I'll I'll just come out and and give you my, one of my giant mistakes. Like I actually have made two huge mistakes. It was written about in the New York times, wall street journal, all over Australia and the U S everyone knows about it. I'm just kidding by the way. No one knows about it. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I created this whole offering around giving people what they needed Mm -hmm. and that is not the way, in my opinion, that you market to people is you give them what they want mm-hmm. and then you can slip in what they need.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was going about it all wrong. I was, you know, if I said stuff like, you need to be saving for retirement or like, you know, like you need life insurance or I don't know, like you need to pay your taxes, you know, yeah, everyone needs to do that stuff. But what people want is more to grow their business by making more profits by building up the cash in their account so as soon as i speak their language and i started speaking their language about what they wanted then i could come in and give them what they needed mm-hmm. so i spent a year and a half trying to give them what they needed and it was a complete bomb mm-hmm. in fact yeah no like it, it's it was just like a uh you know it's not good and then in fact i remember the sound that i used to get it was this one here it was uh yeah it's this one. Uh- yeah that that's the bomb that's the, yeah so that that was ridiculous yeah, like it was so no. I was, and then the other thing i was doing was i talked and again i've learned this i've had to fail so much to learn but i'm coming at everyone with the benefits and the positives and what do they call it the reptilian brain mm-hmm. is all about primal negative fear and pain mm-hmm. and that is now where i'm coming is i'm coming way more addressing the pain that that is about a conversation that my avatar is already having with herself in her head and I'm meeting her there.
0: No, I was going to say, if you're telling your avatar that she can get the shoes, that it's okay. She can actually buy the shoes. Then it's okay to go, well, you can't do it right at this second, but I'm going to show you how you can do it. So once I, once I know that that's going to be an outcome, I'm okay to go, all right, tell me what I need to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, the other bomb I did was I created, like, like you know, everyone creates these video courses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, what the hell was I thinking that a woman... Like, my people, like, my woman, she's not going to sit down and watch some video about money. Mm. She's not. She wants to do it with me, just like you said. Yes. Like, I've got Justin. He's got my... I'm like their big brother with the bat under the bed. Yeah. That I'm going to protect them. They want to do it with me. They don't want to do it on their own and watch some video. So, that took me a year of bombing, complete bombing. Until (laughs) I figure it out, screw the online courses. I'm having groups and I'm teaching and we're going to figure it out together.
0: It's a super valuable piece of advice that you've given there is that there's not a one size fits all for everyone. There's hundreds and millions of people that are getting a lot of success with online courses, but it didn't work for you and your business model and the kind of people that you are working with. So it's fine to Try all the things and figure out what works best for your people. Yes. Awesome. We totally got off track there. So going back to the branding, the first thing you said was having a website that's in line with your avatar. What would the second, what would the second thing be? The second thing that gave you the greatest growth in your brand?
1: Oh, I did a media kit page which nice. was good for me. Like it's it's not one of those cheesy ones. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. And I also created a testimonial page which which was really good. Like it was professionally shot with good production value. Mm-hmm. So those two things cuz I do think social proof is really important, Sam. I I'm sure you, yeah. you know, you talk about that all the time. 100%. Those two things were big for me.
0: Yeah. So, the the second one is the, the media kit so that you can leverage your message in a much greater way, just the same way that we're doing this today so that, you know, many more people can hear this than just you and I who are sitting here now. And the third is having social proof, which is super important because people want to know exactly, you know, have you worked with people? What do they say? Who are the kinds of people yes. that you want to work with? Because it's one thing to toot your own horn. People don't really listen to that. But if other people are standing up and saying it, then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to the party and we'll listen to that.
1: Yes, love awesome.
0: it. If there was one piece of advice that you wish someone had shared with you at the beginning of your business journey, Justin, what would that be?
1: Probably um, the definition of insanity.
0: Share with In- us more.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do, you know, the definition of insanity is mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over and expecting mm-hmm. a different result. So if we want a different result, we have to do something different. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave everyone with because we haven't talked a lot about strategies and tactics, and and I'll give you a place where you can go for more of that. But if you really want to get ahead in your business and in your life, your business has to make a profit. You got to get clear on that. You need to make sure that um, you have enough cash in the bank, and then you need to be tracking a few things, some of which are just sales and profits and expenses. But depending on who you are and what you do. It really depends. But you have to do all that in order to get a different result. Mm. So let's shake it up a little bit because I don't want these. Like, I need good stuff, people. I need wine. I need coffee. I need vacations. I need growth. I need hugs. I need the whole deal. And I need us to – we're all in this together. Mm. And I need you to keep listening to Sam's podcast because she's creating this environment for you guys to learn, take action, and grow.
0: Thank you so much and thank you for being on the show to help people learn and grow. We all have these moments of, oh my goodness, this isn't working. So, I think from this point forward, we can all imagine that Justin's horn is going off in the back and when we hear the horn, it's time to change direction, do something different uh, so that we can move forward. That's right. So, Justin... Where can people go to find out more of the strategies that we actually didn't touch on today so that people can start to look at their profits, cash in the bank and expenses so that they, you know, can grow their business.
1: Yes, yes. So I want everyone to go to cashflowgift.com. It's three words but one URL, cashflowgift.com. And there will be an action guide for the things that you specifically need to do or tell someone else to do for you. So you could be on a need-to-know basis with your money because, like, I got to have you guys cuddling with your money. And the first step, go to this URL, Mm -hmm. cashflowgift.com.
0: Definitely do it. I've seen Justin's stuff. It's incredible. I love it. I love you, Justin. You're amazing. I love what you're doing.
1: Love you too. Thanks for having me.
0: Business owners and um, thanks for sharing. Thank you. Are you a coach or consultant who wants everyone to know who you are? Head over to the accelerantgroup.com and grab your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Get ready to accelerate your business results. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at the accelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.